Welcome to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable with your host, Mindy Harley. Warning, listening to this podcast might cause you to shatter your limited beliefs, recognize your potential and motivate you to be the best you can be. Other side effects may include, but not limited, to grabbing life by the balls, taking no crap from anyone, becoming an unstoppable force at various aha moments to get you thinking outside the box. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable. I'm your host, Mindy Harley. And thanks for joining me, guys. I really appreciate that you're here. And I want to say, too, don't forget to go onto iTunes if you're there and leave a review if you've listened to one of my podcasts. No matter what you review it, anyone who leaves a review will automatically be entered in to win a $100 gift card from Amazon. Last month, I gave away a $50 one. This month, I'm giving away a $100 one. So... If you do that, appreciate y'all, and you might just get a little something-something. But today's episode, I'm going to be talking about getting rid of toxic people in your life. You know what? It's it's bound to happen. You might have one in your life right now, and you are up to here with it. You've about had enough. Or maybe, you know, you're still on the fence. You feel, you know, maybe they're family, they should stay, you know, it's hard for you to cut them off. We're going to talk about that. Um, Personally, myself, you know, I've had really, really amazing support from my family, my friends. Uh, That's never been an issue. And you're like, well, how can you speak on this, Mindy? Well, I'll tell you why I can speak on that, because I have had, you know, a few toxic relationships and they were really, really bad. So I feel that the really, really bad couple ones that I did have make up for possible sporadic ones here and there throughout my life that I could have had. And with the the toxic relationship that was in my life, you know, this was someone that came into my life, introduced through someone else, so it wasn't necessarily someone that, you know, I kind of went about, you know, you know, randomly, that serendipity of, you know, starting a relationship with someone, a friendship with someone, and, you know, they were brought into my life, and, you know, started hanging out with them, and everything, and it's one of those things where it seems like a healthy relationship from the outside, Looking in, you think, oh, yeah, they're really good friends. They get along. They talk to each other on social media. You see them posting on each other's stuff and everything. But it was everything that was going on behind the scenes in the messaging and the text messages and all that and the way that this person would speak about other people and the way that they would undermine, you know, my efforts and my, you know, my skills and, you know, really make me feel stupid. And I found that I was always trying to be someone that I wasn't around this person because this person also brought out the worst in me too. And that's usually what happens with toxic people is that their negative energy, they love, you know, the, they love the negativity, everything that's underneath that umbrella, you know, the, the drama, the gossip, the negativity, the hating, the pettiness, 
all that kind of small stuff that is under, well, it's actually fucking big stuff, but it's all that stuff that's underneath that umbrella of that toxic relationship. And, you know, you really feel yourself becoming someone else. And, you know, it's having like a lot of anxiety, you know, and like this went on for, you know, quite a while, a few years. I mean, it's not to say that there wasn't, you know, good times in the relationship, in the relationship, but definitely the trade-off, um, it wasn't, it just wasn't a fair trade-off at all. <laughs> when you think about it, it wasn't like, you know, putting up with, you know, here and there kind of thing like that. It was a constant vampire, like, energy source sucking the life out of you because, you know, after a while, when you get a text, you didn't know, you know, were they going to nitpick something about you? You know, if you said something, were they kind of going to laugh or doubt you? And, you know, there was a lot of times that I was corrected. And like I said, I just, I was beginning to doubt myself, you know, and it was really starting to wear on, you know, the confidence that I had of what I could actually accomplish because it seemed like nothing I could do could actually impress this person. And, you know, get the thumbs up of approval. But then why was I keeping them in my life? You know, and like I said, I didn't really understand the, I didn't really understand, you know, the trade-off in that where it was, you know, I felt I was becoming a bad human being. I felt that I was becoming less confident and, you know, I, my moral compass just didn't like the way that this person you know, spoke about other people in their life that they were also friends with too. So it was kind of like, you know, that saying of, you know, sure, what did they, what did they say to you about me? But tell me first why they're so comfortable, why you're, why they're so comfortable saying that to you, you know, and that's really what it was. And having that constant negative energy, you know, I was wiped. So you know, after dealing with that for so long, you know, there was already so many, you know, in my head, <laughs> second chances of like, well, you know, maybe this could get better. Well, maybe this could get better. And finally, you know, there was the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back. And, you know, enough was enough. Like I had heard enough, you know, I'd heard enough gossip. I'd heard enough, um, you know, behind the back speaking of people that were also this person's friend that, you know, I just, I just didn't think was right. You know, even, even so, like, you think like, how am I even safe? If this person is talking behind these people's backs that are supposed to be their friend, you know, who's to say they're not doing it, you know, about me and, you know, deep down inside, I think that was really, really accurate um, of that situation, um, just based on how everything went down. And, you know, I think there's a lot of pain in these people's lives. They're really unhappy. They're in different life situations where they see that, um, you know, you're doing good or you're trying to do good and they need to feel like, you know, they're needed or, you know, they're kind of in this, position over you and they're holding it over your head and when you they see you getting 
closer to the top or doing well, they want to, you know, put their thumb on you and keep you below them. Um, you know, and it's kind of that crab bucket theory too, right? You know, you're trying to, all the crabs are trying to get to the top and the other ones are just kind of pulling them back down and they want them to be back in the, back in the bucket with them. And it's not to say that this person wasn't doing well for themselves, but I think, you know, inside there was a lot of turmoil and, you know, pain as well that they had to process and didn't know how, because I think uh, they've always kind of been like that all their life. So, you know, it just feels good to have somebody, you know, on that same level that they can gossip about other people uh, with you, that they can put down other people's efforts with you because they just want to sit in that to make themselves feel better. So the proverbial straw <laughs> that broke the camel's back. Let's just get back to that for a second. So, you know, I had had, I had, had enough and, you know, it was, there was a promise to be made that they were going to do something to straighten it all out. And, you know, and I kind of had my, my words and I was, I was basically done with the relationship, but there was that still one last glimmer of hope that, okay, if this person at least follows through on their word, they said they will, you know, they promised they said they promised they were going to do this. So let's see if they do this, you know, at least maybe then there'd be some hope in the future. And sure enough, they didn't pull through. So, I mean, that really just, that was the final nail in the coffin. And, you know, they were out of my life. And, you know, even some of my closest friends, you know, my husband was, you know, saw the writing on the wall from, you know, the beginning. It was like, why are you still letting, why are you talking to them? Why are you still letting them in your life? You know, and it was just that thing where it was just like, well, you know, I get a lot, like I said, it's that surface thing. You've got that kind of, everything looks good from the outside, but it's just, it's just really so toxic. And you're really looking at it like blindly, you know, being, being love blind. Like, you know, when you're first falling in love with someone, you don't see all the red flags and then it shows up afterwards and you break up and you're like, Oh, it was so clear that this guy I was dating or this girl I was dating was horrible. And you see it afterwards kind of thing. You're kind of always just a little bit in denial. And you know, since then, since then, you know, things couldn't be more better without them. You know, I've got positive energy. I have friends that, you know, don't gossip, I that support each other, you know, back and forth. It's wonderful. It is uplifting, you know, birds of a feather fly together, so they say. And it was clear that, you know, I was messing around with the wrong <laughs> type of bird. But now for family members, you know, and I've talked to, I've talked to friends, you know, if it's, if it's not a friend, if it's someone in the family, you know, depending on the situation, it's, it's always harder when it's family, you know, sometimes you just have to distance yourself. You know, you can't let them into 
the other details of your life that, you know, keep your, keep your goals and your dreams and what you're working on, keep that sacred. You know, when you do talk to them, keep it light, you know, keep it about the sports team or the weather or, you know, something just in general, but don't let them into those areas that they can actually, you know, nitpick at and, you know, bring you down on. So keep that sacred, keep them at a distance, you know, and I really understand that it hurts when it comes to family, right? Like this is supposed to be your blood. They're supposed to support you, but you know, they're still human and they may be blood, but you know, people have their ways, their ideas, their own issues, and they try to project that on you. And, you know, you just have to be aware that that's their deal. That's their problem. And, you know, like I said, keep them, keep them at arm's length. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to totally omit them from your life. But like I said, keep them away from your goals and your dreams. That's, that's sacred, you know, so keep it light with them. But toxic people in general you have to understand that they live for this kind of stuff. And should you let them back in after? Are they a better, wiser person? Have they gone through their, you know, school of hard knocks and have been humbled and, you know, realize the wrongdoings of their ways? that's going to be entirely your call. That's going to be up to you. But again, you know, it's possibly letting them back in at arm's length, you know, not getting too close again. You know, that's okay. That's okay to take a long time to trust again and let them back into your inner circle. Personally, for me, you know, it, it's, um, it's pretty much a lost cause. I think it'd be different if it was maybe family. They came around, of course, you know. But um, for friends, you know what? You kind of have one shot to uh, to prove yourself. And, you know, you blew it. You were a dink for a friend. You know, were you ever really a friend? So personally for me, I'm not one for second chances on that. And like I said, you don't really, you don't really look back after making that kind of decision. And I have no reason to look back because, you know, after I've removed the, the toxic leech from my life, um, you know, you're freaking blooming and I couldn't be happier. So why would I even want to, you know, revisit that and, you know, possibly have a relapse. Just not my thing. So if you are dealing with toxic people in your life right now, you know, you got to really think to yourself, is it worth it? Yeah, it's going to suck. If you got to break it off, how are you going to break it off? You know what? You can wean them off of calls, text messages, you know, take longer to respond or, you know, just work it as you would ripping off a band-aid and put your foot down and stand up for yourself. 
you know, it's going to suck. There might be an argument. Who knows? But you're really, how much are you going to tolerate? How much are you going to tolerate them chipping away at you, making you feel small, making you feel insecure, making you feel like you don't know what you're doing? You know, when, when you look in the mirror, when you don't even recognize yourself because they're keeping you under their thumb, they don't want to see you succeed deep down, it's just not worth it. Go find yourself some positive friends. Start hanging around with the ones that do enjoy what you're doing, that are genuinely supporting you, and be around those people more. Because in the end, you only have one life, and you know, you already have enough stuff working against you. You already have your own mind and your doubts and your fears and everything else. Why have somebody else be thrown into the mix that's just, you know, making it worse for you? That's not a way to live. <laughs> You're not going to be making any strides with, you know, completing your goals, you know, becoming a better person if you have someone that's always going to try to keep dragging you back down to the bottom of the bucket. So, if you're dealing with a toxic person right now, you know, you want to talk about this a little bit more, send me a DM on Instagram at Mindy Harley or at Becoming Unfuckwithable and we can chat about this more. But other than that, I hope this episode has helped you out just a little bit and gave you that gentle nudge to remove that toxic person out of your life. And as always, thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate you guys spending your time listening to this podcast. That's it for now. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable. If you believe you're unfuckwithable, go ahead and share this podcast.